Hello, welcome to Jays from Home, a podcast about the Toronto Blue Jays, hosted by uh, myself, Steve Gower, and my brother Matt. Also, Matt Gower, last name, same. Yes, uh, we are. You are back. You were away last week. Um, you can follow us on our Twitter page at Jays from Home, and also on the old Substack at Jays from Home as well. And I did. I forgot. I didn't make a post this week, but uh, I've got my my. Um, Sorry, did I say Substack? I meant you. You did anyway. say Substack. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Mastodon. <laughs> follow me on on on, on Substack. Wherever we are, my 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 Substack is Matt Gower's brain on baseball. My brain is on Substack right now. Apparently, though, is that is that, that what's happening? Um, did you know that Substack this week um, they released like I think it's like Substack Notes or something, and it's kind of yes. basically like a Twitter interface. Yeah, I'm not really. Uh, gonna add add on to my my places to post my random thoughts i think one is enough for now until until it implodes <laughs> yeah um that uh i've only i've only uh there's only one person that i follow on substack that's using it but that's because uh it's somebody who's like committed to quitting twitter already and he's trying like oh. he tries a whole bunch of different spaces to to he's a very online person well i believe uh, you're following me on substack so that's two well, no, I, I follow other Substack people, but what I mean is he's the only one that has tried the the notes uh, as a new function. Well, and speaking of Substack, um, if you missed last week's episode, that's a good one to to check out because I, I interviewed uh, Noah Woodward, uh, and he has a great uh, scouting uh, advanced. He's called the Advanced Scout, and it's about scouting uh, his Substack. So check that out for sure. Yeah, and and I noticed actually, I, I can't remember the specifics, but I remember thinking this. But I noticed this week some of the things that he was talking about in the interview I, I picked out in the games. I can't remember the specifics right now, but there was there was mm-hmm. one one thing in particular um that he pointed out that uh, in in your interview, but um I'll have to, I'd have to go back and listen to it, but I don't know. But for now we won't get into the yeah. specifics. I, I, I thought I, I had the idea that maybe like sometime we should uh release the interviews as standalone uh, bonus episodes, but the problem is that they some of them are time sensitive. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we can't do an oops all episodes, uh, all yeah. all interviews episode. Uh, yeah, you know, some are, are time sensitive for sure, but there are some there are some good ones that like I did. Um, I interviewed John Shea back I think in December about his Willie Mays book. There 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 are a bunch that 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 could work still, but yeah, um, most of them do have are are, are uh, to do with uh, the 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 week of baseball as as it's being interviewed for sure. Uh, but, speaking uh, of the week of baseball, yeah. <laughs> Good, good segue. Yeah. Um, well, we have this week's results, but I thought maybe uh, you were talking last week about uh, you wanted a segment name for uh, for our our home run strikeout and uh, and no decision. Um, mm-hmm. I, I see your your suggestion on here. Um, I, I I you know what? To be honest, I should have written down my idea when I when I said that because I don't remember what it is now either. But I mean, what what's wrong with just uh, results? And and what if we uh, what if it, we evolved to to call them uh, win loss and no decision instead of strikeout? Uh, and um, because I'm not ready to evolve that much <laughs> yet. 
Uh, and also, we already have a results segment, which we're about to get into. Well, yeah. so let, let's come back to this discussion when we get into our our, our, our uh, home runs and stuff, and 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 we can we can discuss a little more. But this is the results right here, um, because the Jays are. Uh, we're recording this Sunday morning, so they're ten and five after a pretty uh, successful winning week against Detroit and Tampa. Um, the home opener was on Tuesday. They won nine to three. Um, the first pitch was from uh, Hall of Famer Fred McGriff, and uh, they gave away uh, Alejandro Kirk's Silver Slugger awards. Uh, to, well, to, they, they awarded Alexander, Alejandro Kirk his Silver Slugger, uh, gave uh, Jordan Romano his Tip O'Neill award, and Vlad Guerrero his Gold Glove uh, in the pregame ceremonies. And, you know, I, I thought that the ceremony, uh, all the pregame stuff was actually pretty short compared to what uh, has been done before, but I wonder if that's most of that is because uh, it's like the second week of, or it's 14 games into the season so they want to get going maybe it's the pitch clock i don't know hmm. i <laughs> no, definitely I, think I, there I should think, be a ceremony clock yeah yeah no um i i think that they wanted to go to go big as possible with the with the reopening of of uh, roger center um but yeah i i mostly fast forwarded through all that stuff anyways um because i wanted to get to the baseball which which was a pretty good game yeah um, well, we, we watched the whole ceremony cause, uh, we, we set out our evening specifically to watch the game, but yeah, um, lots of stuff happening. I mean, there was very early on, uh, Kiermaier made a really great catch in center field, uh, of what would have been a home run. Um, yep, robbed a home run. is center field just really quickly before we continue, uh, is center field, is that fence shorter than it used to be? Yeah, and also like shorter in height, and I think yes, it, it's it, is it in a little bit too, or I, I think all the all the fences are in a little bit, but it yeah. was the yeah. the the height that I'm. I know that the the bullpen. Well, they were showing like right and left, they're higher walls, but I thought that center was shortened a little bit. They showed showed a replay of of Kiermaier robbing another home run last year against the wall that was higher, so so you you mm-hmm. could actually see the comparison at that point. Um, Manoa though, he had kind of a rough. Uh, second inning that game because he he he, he th- that home run was robbed but he gave up an, uh, yeah. another home run. I think he gave up three runs that inning and that was kind of all that Detroit could score. Um, but yeah, um, Chapman, Kiermaier, Springer, Bichette, and Kirk all had home runs for the Jays. Kirk had four RBI. Uh, Brandon Belt kind of turned his 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 yeah. season around a little bit. Yeah, that was nice to see because a lot of uh, the online fans are, were screaming for him to be. Uh, uh, designated for assignment, so uh, it's, and good to see him like respond positively. Yeah, and I think it's just the fact that he had like this a, a later start to spring training, and a lot of a lot of like podcasters and I think Andrew Stoughton uh, and and maybe even at, on at the letters are saying that maybe he's he was a little bit still recovering from his his surgery. Uh, but but uh, good to see him kind of turn things around because we definitely don't want to have like a nine million dollar player uh striking out all the time <laughs> no definitely not um okay so yeah there, there was lots of stuff it was and yeah it was good to see it, it kind of felt like when kirk hit his home run that it was like that's exactly what was going to happen in that moment i don't know if you if you thought that as well but um. that's too far back but yeah no it was, <laughs> it, was, it was it was it was nice to see for sure um interestingly though um kirk also uh, hit a comebacker off of uh the Detroit starter Matt Manning. It turns out that he fractured a metatarsal in his foot because mm. of that. I didn't. I That's didn't really good. notice. That. I don't think anybody really, really noticed that at the time. But after the game, that that news came out, so it was very surprising to hear. 
Well, um, let's uh, keep going. I keep putting this in edit mode. I don't want to. Um, Wednesday, uh, they they won. Uh, the Blue Jays won four to three uh, in the tenth inning. Right, uh, that was the extra yep. inning game. That was yep. uh, um, that that one. It finished before ten o'clock, uh, it? which is yeah. I I remember we were watching the game and they got the last out at nine like nine fifty p.m. And I, I thought that's crazy that uh, that that was that short of a game, but I guess that's, that's the pitch clock working. Uh, and, and yep. also it was low scoring. So I guess that helps. Yeah. And, and that was their uh, sixth come from behind win already this year. So they're, they're, they're definitely, um, you know, coming on late in games. Um, I have a picture of their, or, or, or a graphic of their <laughs> win expectancy or win probability. And it, it was pretty much on Detroit's favor Pretty much, then later into the game, right into the end there. So that 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 was fun to watch. Um, there was a tweet here from at uh, James underscore in underscore T O saying that the Jays' lowest win expectancy in their comebacks on the thirtieth when they against St. Louis eight point eight percent was they're expected to win, and they came out came from behind and won that one. Um, April against Kansas City twenty eight point nine. You know what? I'm not going to go through these percentages, but for, against against Detroit, they they were they their win expectancy was five point nine percent. They came back in in one. So so they they're coming. And, I, I, and here's the interesting one against Anaheim on, on April 9th, Their win expectancy was one point eight percent, and they came from behind to win that. So that, that's interesting. Um, Gossman had a strong outing. He pitched eight innings, three earned runs, eleven strikeouts, and this was the earliest. Uh, Roof opening in franchise history. Yeah, um, and that, there was a lot of Jays fans complaining about the roof not being open on Tuesday because the weather was really nice. But this, the usual thing with the roof is that it doesn't usually open until like end of April at the earliest, but usually in May because they need to test it with warm weather. But anyway, that's that's good yeah. to see. I think all week it was open. Uh, I don't think they closed it since uh, since Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And I forget, and I have this mentioned at the very end, but Pedro, Pedro Martinez threw mm. out the first pitch for that game, and uh, he is is Vladdy's godfather. So again, Vladdy was Did there to that. to uh, to catch the opening pitch there. So that was and and it was he was in the booth at one point. Yeah, and it was, I was uh, going to say that. Interesting to hear his his uh, his kind of. Uh, breakdown and of all the all the pitching stuff. It was pretty cool. It was nice, yeah. Um, so Thursday was their only loss so far this week, three to one mm-hmm. versus Detroit. Um, I didn't pay too much attention to this. Well, I tried to. This is the one that I tried to score, and I mentioned to you that uh, mm-hmm. um, it, it didn't go so well in the end. But um, I it, it was. There was enough going on, I think, that it was like it was interesting enough, and it looked like a few times the Jays had the opportunities to come back, but they they just couldn't get the bats going. I guess they they were they were due for for a loss anyway, because uh, I think yeah. that was what their fourth in a row before that. I can't remember, maybe, maybe, maybe. maybe. Yeah. but but yeah, I no, I think it was their third if it was a Thursday because they had the Monday off. But uh, I picked a good game to fall asleep to. I didn't I didn't last very late into that one, but I did see. Um, Javier Javi yeah. Baez, uh, his base running uh, mistake in that so, game. He thought there was... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, th- about that one. I missed that one. I saw the aftermath. But see, uh-huh. what had happened was uh, I I paused the game to go out for a walk. And when yeah. I came back, the game was playing. And so I guess the the, the TV decided it, it didn't want to pause anymore. And so it wouldn't let me yeah, rewind. Yeah, it, it starts it back automatically. Yeah, yeah it, it rewinded only as far as the end of that inning. So, uh, mm. I, I mean, I was able to catch up. Um, 
after the fact, but uh, but yeah, it was it's interesting that you don't see that too often a player getting taken out like that on a bad team. Well, well, well. Here's what happened. Uh, first of all, he he. I guess he thought that there were two outs. Uh, there was a, um, I think Akil Badu hit a uh, a fly to deep. I think deep center, and he should have tagged up on that play, but he was running like there were two outs, and then he got easily doubled up uh, to end the inning. Um, so that that was kind of like the straw that broke the camel's back because um, there were a couple of base running gaps the uh, the day before. And, um, yeah, so in extra innings, Baez, uh, he, he could have tagged up and, and at least, like, pretended to run home, but he just kind of stayed put and didn't didn't do anything. He didn't even try to, like, force a run by Springer uh, going home. So he just wasn't really kind of tr- – didn't seem to be trying at all, and that's why he was taken out of the game. Um, and apparently after the game, he said the reason he lost track of the outs was that he was hitting sixth, lower in the lineup than usual. <laughs> And believed he was Detroit's third batter of the inning, but that that's, doesn't matter. You that's not a. That doesn't make it better. That makes it no, kind of worse, no. actually. Yeah, I didn't know where I was. Um, and then I guess earlier, like a couple of years ago in 2021, uh, when he was playing with the Cubs, uh, he was removed from the game against Cleveland when he was basically the same thing. He was doubled off after running from first to third with one out. So, uh, okay. Well, the, the uh, on Friday, the the undefeated Tampa Bay Rays were coming into Toronto, which which was. Uh, um, I think, I think a lot of fans were a little nervous about this. I was kind of, I, I wasn't too concerned either way. Cause I mean, whatever it's baseball, it's April. Um, but mm-hmm. I, I think I sent you, um, there was uh, somebody tweeted out, there was an interview on MLB TV. It was mainly in like jokingly, but they, I can't remember who the, the commentator was, but he said something like, uh, because of the way baseball works out, sometimes he said he said uh, they'll probably sweep the Blue Jays and then uh, lose the next three games in a row against the Reds. Uh, which <laughs> you know that that is something that would be likely to happen to to a good team, but uh, that's that's not what happened. There is no sweep in place for Tampa Bay because they won on Friday. Yeah, Blue Jays won. In fact, in fact. Uh, to bury the lead, the, the 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 Rays lost the series. Yeah, the Jays broke the the thirteen game winning streak. They won six to three. Uh, Jose Barrios pitched really well. He only allowed one uh, one run, one earned run, uh, gave up four hits, six strikeouts, uh, and he left the game in the fifth. He might have lasted a little, a little bit longer, but he uh, he got mm-hmm. hit by a comebacker. Uh, he's got a bruised knee, uh, but I don't think he's going to be placed on the IL or anything. Like that. Um, um, cor- correction. Uh, officially, he has a contusion. As they That's like to the refer to. That's the technical term. That's the technical term for a bruise. I, yes, I find I find that to be uh, the the funniest thing is that they they want to try to make it sound worse than uh, oh no he left the game for a bruise. Well, I guess it's the medical term, so they got to use medical terms or whatever. Um, but yeah, Bobochet had a strong night too. Mm-hmm. He was uh, five for five, and he recorded his 500th career hit. Becoming uh, the fastest Blue Jay ever to do that in 407 at bats. Now, now in your notes here, this must have been an autocorrect, but uh, you have uh, Bo Bichette five for five. Now, this is pronounced either Bob Records' 500th career hits or Bo Records, as in Bo Bichette records. I, I don't know if you were typing really fast there, but uh, I must have been. Yeah, uh, <laughs> new baseball yeah, term. Yes, Bo Records. Um, and then George Springer, he started the game off with a leadoff home run. Kiermaier had a strong game against his former team, went two for four. So, so yeah, it was just a fun game to watch. Very satisfying to see the Jays finally break that streak. Yeah. I think I, 
I, I, I, I send a message to you, like by because the Jays um, have have won the the the, the series already because uh, they they won last on Saturday five to three. It means that they are the the far superior team. That's, That's true. Th- what logic it, would dictate? It really helps that uh, that when the the Rays put out their relievers, they were suddenly terrible. Uh, that was that was nice. Well, um, I think um, the in, they're they're having a, they are having some injury problems with their pitching, so that's maybe kind of uh, starting to to creep up and, and, and hurt them. Uh, but yeah, they, they, uh, Saturday was Jackie Robinson Day. I'm wearing my my Brooklyn Dodger hat to commemorate that, and also to cover up my 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 bed head. Um, so yeah, Jackie Robinson Day. Everybody was wearing number forty two, so it was kind of difficult to tell who was who at some point. Um, <laughs> uh, but again, Kikuchi. Uh, another pitcher who we're all kind of unsure about what what we're going to get had a strong outing. He pitched six uh, innings, gave up four hits, one earned run, only one walk, nine strikeouts, which is a record for him as a Blue Jay. Yeah, um, not exactly something we expected out of Kikuchi, but uh, continuing my I, I, what was he was my home run from the season preview or week before that or something. So Maybe, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, he's he's the player to watch this year for me. Uh, is for sure. So so far he's doing well. He's proving me right. Yeah. Um. And another another pitcher got uh, hit by a comebacker. Jordan Romano got uh, I guess a right rib contusion. There you go. Contusion. This is Ben Nicholson Smith's tweet. Uh, X rays were negative. So um, you know he he pitched two nights in a row. So probably isn't going to appear in today's game anyway. So hopefully he'll have. Uh, some time to rest and and heal up because uh, that can't be comfortable to to pitch with a giant bruise on your on your ribs. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, that's uh, that's it so far. I mean, obviously, we can't talk about today's game since we're recording in the morning and it hasn't happened for us yet. Uh, so it's it's going to be a, an interesting when this comes. One. Yeah, when this comes out Monday morning, uh, we'll be celebrating the the Blue Jays sweep of the Tampa Bay Rays. Yeah, I think it's um, Manoa versus. Uh, is it McClanahan? Is it? Let me just see the the pitching matchup for today here. Well, it's definitely uh, Manoa. Um, yeah, Manoa versus Shane McClanahan. Yeah, um, and interesting. The thing, interesting thing about Manoa. I'm just gonna kind of uh, audible this right now. Um, Manoa is 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 kind of having a, a bit of a rough start as well, and. His two rough start. He had a good. He had an okay. I think his second start was was okay, but his first start was was the opener for the Jays, and his third start was the home opener for the Jays. And I think that he's just like he's a guy who relies on a lot of emotion, and so he's just kind of was maybe putting too much emotion into his 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 pitching, and 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 his it's, it was affecting his mechanics. That's just my my. Uh, uh, uneducated uh guess as to <laughs> well, what his problems were being caused i think it will it will even out i think he'll he'll probably have a good game uh today um you know as as the blue jays uh sweep the mm-hmm. series against the rays um i don't know and I, it seems, I think he's too good it, to to really um not come back from the rough start like i think i think it's yeah yeah it seems to me also that he's 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 getting still getting used to the pitch clock as well. He's mm-hmm. still still like having some 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 issues with with that. Uh, so so we'll, we'll have to see. It'll it'll be a good pitching matchup for sure, and hopefully he'll bring his A game today. Now we, we've got to discuss what we're going to call this segment. I think I think outcomes or weekly outcomes is good because on air you, you called it what on air production meeting was your yeah. idea. I, yeah. First of all, we're we're not on air. We're not live. This is this is not the radio. Yeah, but I'm not editing this, not this out, so people are gonna are gonna hear it. So that's it's uh, it's live for us, but you know, I'm just not yeah. editing it out of the podcast. I'm telling you that now. 
Okay. Well, I, I think that we should, I think we should just call it like outcomes or weekly outcomes and just keep it, keep it simple. Cause sure. on air production meaning is too, too many, too many syllables for my mouth. No, no, that's that's not that's just what I I said today is we're having the on air production meeting. That's oh, not, you didn't want to call it that. No, you were just going to have no, an no. on air production meeting yeah. to discuss it. Yeah. Oh, I see. I thought that's what you wanted to call it. No, like, that doesn't make any sense. No, of course it doesn't. That's why <laughs> that's why I thought that was not a good idea for for a name for the segment because it doesn't make any no, sense. I, I told no, you I, at the I, beginning I forgot what <laughs> the name was that I was going to suggest. Oh, I didn't. Okay, okay. So you don't have you don't remember what it was but yeah i was thinking like outcomes or weekly outcomes i think is a good way sure. to uh to a good thing to call it so so now here it is our our newly named segment uh, weekly outcomes and i'm going to once this once this show ends i'm going to i'm going to put it in bold into the uh into the the show notes and we're going to call this weekly outcomes okay uh well why don't you start with your first weekly outcome all right my weekly outcome i'm going to go with a strikeout and this is kind of like one of those like things where you go to a job interview and you say, well, what's your biggest weakness? And my weakness is that I work too hard. So uh, the, the standard answer. So the, week, the, the strikeout this week is that they didn't sweep the Tigers. They only took two out of three against the Tigers, which mm-hmm. is a good week. Uh, you know, the Tigers aren't a great team. They're a weak team. But uh, that's my strikeout because like, it's, it's, it's hard to find a negative uh, this, this week, really, because everybody kind of performed really well. So that's, that's as negative as I can go is that they didn't sweep the Tigers. Well, um, I'll go negative. This isn't for the Blue Jays, though. But uh, uh, with the with the bullpens being raised and closer to the fans, uh, there's there's potential for uh, uh, let's just say it uh, bad actors. Um, but apparently there was uh, so I it was originally shared as a fan throwing a beer can into the Tigers bullpen. But apparently what it was was. Uh, uh, it wasn't intentional, but another fan knocked a beer can out of another fan's hand, and it landed in the bullpen. Um, and a pop bottle also fell into the bullpen on Wednesday. A whole bunch of stuff in the bullpen, other than players and baseballs. Um, <laughs> um, but uh, it's it's just a strikeout because I think what might happen is, uh, uh, I mean, other other stadiums have this sort of similar setup, right? Yeah, but. Yeah. <clears throat> I feel like maybe it's uh, maybe because it's a novelty for Toronto that some fans will be uh, a little over uh, too excited or too eager to uh, to jeer the opposing bullpen. So hopefully it doesn't get taken too far and that they have to uh, or that one or two fans will ruin a good thing. But uh, that it's just uh, I, I think fans need to be a little more careful when they're that close to uh, to the visiting players, so that's that's my strikeout. Is that I guess you could sum it up as fans were not being uh, smart about being near the opponent's bullpen. Yeah, well, I think I think it's okay that they're that close, I, and I think that um, I think that there are secure there's security there in case things do get out of hand. Um, but uh, yeah, like I, I, I we'll have to just wait and see. And, and we've seen some like in the twenty, uh, I think it was the twenty fifteen playoffs. Lots of lots of beer cans getting thrown just onto the field in general. Um, I think I think though that the 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 Blue Jays staff or front office kind of they 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 understand the possibility of this going badly. So I'm sure that there's plenty of security in place in case something bad does go wrong. And I think maybe it was on the broadcast or or a podcast I was listening to. I forget, but they're saying like you know like anybody in on the in the Detroit bullpen or on the on Detroit's team can like just 
throw anybody out of the game that they want to, so whether they deserve yeah. it or not. So they can just point to a guy and say, throw that person out, and 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 that they can do that. So 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 if and also they can just stop the game and and you know like they've done they've done that before too. Okay, well uh, let's go to you. Uh, well, what do you want to go with next? You can go with your no decision or. Strike well, gonna, or yeah, home I'm run. Gonna with, I'm going to go with my 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 no decision, uh, and I cho- chose uh, Jose Barrios as my no decision because he has had two very rough starts uh, to the year, but his 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 uh, outing against Tampa Bay was 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 very very good. Like, and and I wonder if it, if it was the difference that uh, Danny Jansen was catching for him was because I think Kirk caught his last two um, outings because Jansen was was ill or whatever, uh, but he pitched really really well. He he's what did I say? He's, did he strike out six uh, rays? Like that 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 was really impressive. So and I'm just giving it my no decision because I don't know. You know we don't know what version we're gonna get, and he hasn't he hasn't put the consistency there yet. So um, you know hopefully um, he will graduate to to, to home run uh, with with consistent outings <laughs> soon. But uh, that's why he's my no decision. But it was really great to see him pitch well, and I I, I, I did predict. That he would have a strong outing on on Twitter, so so I, okay. I, I knew it was going to happen. Um, well, I'll, I'll just mention because uh, I listed this as a grand slam. Since you talked mm. about Barrios, is uh, just mm-hmm. that uh, Barrios and Kikuchi both had great outings versus Tampa Bay, and I see your from your scorecard, Kikuchi had nine strikeouts in six innings. Yes. Yeah, like only I said, one earned run. The mo- so that's the most he's ever struck out as a Blue Jay is nine. Yeah, and and I listened to Saturday's game exclusively on the radio. I didn't turn on yeah. the TV. And uh, mm-hmm. first of all, the broadcast sounded really good. It was uh, Ben Wagner, and I think he was joined by Caleb Joseph yesterday. Uh, so it was good to have two people on the broadcast. But um, you know, that's and they were all in of- the stadium. They were at yeah. the game, and that was all I was hearing is uh, strikeouts from Kikuchi. So that was that was good. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, my no decision is my Thursday scorecard. As as I mentioned, okay. it uh, uh, it did not turn out so well, um, mainly because uh, the, my numbers weren't adding up with what the what they had in the broadcast, and I didn't really mm-hmm. feel like going back and checking against what the official scoring was. Uh, it mainly was, I think, because of like there was a lot of fluky plays going on, um, and and just things were. We're not matching up, but um, I, actually, that, that reminds me. I just I forgot. I was going to note that uh, in in the series, uh, the Detroit series, the Empire seemed very even. I would say unremarkable, which is a good thing, and you don't want mm-hmm. uh, um, you don't want to notice them. Yeah, um, but uh, one of the Empires, Eric Backus, who was the home plate umpire in the first game, which I thought he did mm-hmm. a really good job, but he seemed to be involved in pretty much all of the fluke plays uh, against the in the Detroit series. Like he was hit by a Bichette liner, uh, which I think would have been I think it should would have been a double play, except uh, uh, it hit the umpire and uh, and it was uh, a base hit. Um, anyway, I, I thought uh, he was really fair throughout the whole series. But one thing I noticed watching the Friday game against Tampa Bay was that um, I don't remember who the umpire was, but he was calling a lot of balls outside the strike zone as strikes. But what I noticed yeah. was that it seemed to be only like curveballs, sliders, pitches with movement that he called as strikes. Mm-hmm. But if it was a fastball to almost the same location, it, he would call it a ball. So like anything straight, he he called it properly i suppose so maybe it's just the way he was he was positioned and what and about just... what about the 
catcher framing with did that have anything to do with it? Well, probably a little bit, but like some of the catcher framing was like really really drastic. Like they were moving their yeah. gloves like a foot basically. Anyway, that's yeah. uh that was I I went on much longer than my scorecard uh but yeah, <laughs> uh, I I had good time scoring. Uh I can I, going back to what we were talking about a few weeks ago. Uh, I used my, uh, I showed you, sent you a picture. I used my mechanical pencil with the B lead, uh, and it works very well. You can see the lines, they're they're nice and uh, bold. And uh, and I did erase a few things. For example, the lineup originally had Chapman in it, but he, oh, he was, was ill. So yeah. I had to change, yeah. I had to erase the the lineup uh, and, and rewrite it. So that was Good handy. erasing. Yes. Uh, what, what do they say about about mechanical pencil? If it be leads, it leads. Uh, I, I I don't know. That doesn't sound right. right. Anyway, okay. Uh, what's your um, home run? Maybe I got it wrong. Um, well, before I go with my home run, um, you mentioned pace. I think uh, just now, I, I, and I wanted to mention this last week, but I forgot. Um, just the pace of play is 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 really making for really entertaining and fun watching these baseball games especially the comebacks mm-hmm. um like there's never there's not much downtime going on I, I just, i'm really impressed with the pace of play so far over the from the i guess past two three weeks of the season now it's what are your thoughts on that well um i that that's actually my home run too is uh that oh, is it? <laughs> well that there was a 10 inning game finished before 10 o'clock as we talked about earlier like right, that right, never right. happens uh um uh, but yeah like it Pace of play is good, but also uh, with the new rules, and, and I think it's you know definitely a direct effect of the new rules that affect the pacing. But seeing a lot more steals and even double steals, uh, which mm-hmm. did not see in the past, yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, that's uh, it, it's it's been very good. And and I watched the Friday game with uh, my friend Mike, and he he. Uh, uh, noticed it as well. Like he's not a big baseball watcher, but he's like, oh, he, I love how quickly they're they're going through it. Like it's, they they're just like snapping through like really fast. So it's it's nice to see. Yeah, we hear all these like people like worrying about like what's going to happen in the playoffs, but I think this will actually make the playoffs even just more intense and and, and just even that much better. Uh, but anyways, I'll go, I'll go to my home run. Uh, my home run this week is the uh, attention to detail with their defense. It's something that I didn't really notice last year, but like they're always pointing this out on the broadcast now. You see, like guys just just doing little things, like backing up another player and just doing the little things right as far as defense go. And I mm. think that it's helping uh, with these comeback wins already. And 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 just they're doing the, the little things right. I think, that especially in the outfield with with um, with Guriel and and and, and Teoscar, they weren't you know, the greatest defenders, but we're seeing Farsho and, and Kiermaier make an, an immediate difference and, and just, just kind of be there. I think there was like someone missed a throw and, or, or oh, it, it was Chapman. He, he, he caught the ball. I think it was yesterday or Friday. He caught, he caught a fly ball and on the transfer, he kind of lost the ball, but mm-hmm. Farsho was right there behind him, backing him up to, yeah. to grab that ball and make sure nobody advanced uh, on the bases. And, and, and they're just doing that all over, all over the, the, the diamond. And it's really great to see. And I think that's the big difference in this team uh, from last year to this year is that they're playing a lot better defense and it's already making a difference. Yeah. And they keep pointing out in the broadcast that um, uh, there's, Mattingly, uh, Don Mattingly has had a huge influence on Vlad's play, and like they keep showing Vladdy at first base and how he's positioning himself, and you can 
I, you, you can see a difference uh, from. And he made a really series. great throw uh, yesterday. Uh, I guess you weren't you were only listening to it, but he made a great throw. I forget who was, was it to Barrios, some some to the pitcher covering the base, and that he wouldn't be able to to do last year, and it was based on some some of the work he did with with Mattingly. So that's great. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's move on to the weekly poll. Uh, I believe we did not have one last <laughs> week, so uh, good to no. good to see that we have one this week. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the weekly poll this week is which uh, Blue Jays player's hot start is the most sustainable? Uh, the choices were Vladdy, Matt Chapman, Bo Bichette, or Kevin Kiermeyer. Yeah, and uh, just looking at the results from both Twitter and Mastodon, and actually there are very similar results uh, in the voting, although on Mastodon, nobody is high on Bo Bichette. Um, but <laughs> I, I voted for Vladdy at first, but I think I'm going to change my vote, and I'll say, uh, based on the first uh, few weeks of the season, it really looks like Bo Bichette is going to keep his pace going. Like, I think Vladdy will, but, like, I think um, Bo Bichette seems to be... Like, he's going to have a slumping period, I think. Everybody does. does. It's a long yeah. season. But I think Bichette is... Like, he's not... I mean, he, he does have power, but he's not exactly hitting for a lot of power he's just he's just getting getting hits in the right places and i think that's the important thing yeah no i think you're right about that i i would definitely agree with that just looking at this past weekend series against the the rays too like he and, and also, also just looking at the whole season he's hitting to all fields yeah he can hit home runs um and and yeah he's hitting consistently um like and he's not and gonna go about, five for five every game but i mean well he might i don't know <laughs> um but but vladdy um his strikeout rate is low but we saw um it's kind of cre- creeping up a tiny bit we saw him strike out i think twice against the rays in that uh in in the first game so he's striking out a tiny bit more but he's you know he's still not striking out a ton and he's hitting he's he's hitting the ball hard and, and so is matt chapman but i think especially matt chapman his his uh luck is unsustainable i think his batting average on balls in play is like over 500 so that's something that's definitely not sustainable but he's definitely um hitting the ball hard as well so it's, it's just nice to see overall that the the all the Jays players are, are are hitting well and, and kevin kiermaier he's leading the league uh for hits in the in the in the ninth uh hitter slots so so they're all kind of doing well but yeah i think that boba is is just he looks like he's just gonna just keep his consistency through the whole year hopefully you know minus the the inevitable slumps that every player gets but yeah yeah no it's it's uh looking good so yeah and did, I'm did i give the, the results by the way what's that did we give the results did we give the results oh uh, uh the, no i think uh so on both polls vlad won uh, the majority um with matt chapman actually no sorry Matt Chapman was in second place for Mastodon, but Bo Bichette and Matt Chapman were kind of e- even, more or less. Uh, but Bo Bichette was the... I- I'd say overall it'd be Vladdy, Chapman, Bo Bichette, then Kiermaier is... Uh, and in the order that they were listed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so th- it's just good to see this uh, the offense working so far. Yes, it's good to see runs. <laughs> Now, um, now on to some Jays notes. Um, yeah, uh, speaking of, of, of uh, Matt Chapman, he won uh, the AL Player of the Week award. Uh, it was announced last Monday. So it's kind of old news, but I thought that we should get that in. Um, 
we were talking about the uh, the elevated bullpen and AJ Hinch. I forgot to mention this part. He said that the interaction with the fans is going to be really interesting to follow as the summer gets warmer and the rivals come in. So, so yeah, yeah I, I don't think that coaches will like that. But as long like you know, as long as the the fans are respectful, like they can they can they can yell at the at the at the uh, opposition. They just you know can't say don't say like offensive things. Don't don't try to like you know. It, it boils down to family be Twitter smart. Yeah, be smart. Anyways, yeah. so let's let's get off of that because we we, are, we we discussed that quite a bit. Um, but in the home opener, the the big thing was that uh, it was our, this came out around the same time the, that the Jays and Vladimir Guerrero Jr. have discussed mm. an extension. Um, this was from MLB Trade Rumors, um, and I guess uh, here's a quote from it. it: "says It's unclear exactly when these talks took place, but Guerrero, Guerrero said in January that extension talks had not yet taken place." So that would seemingly point to the negotiations taking place during spring training, a fairly standard time for those kinds of conversations. And I, and I was kind of wondering, like, if, if like the Jays either wanted to like kind of announce it before the like before the the season opener, or maybe like they were kind of hoping to kind of announce it before the home opener. That would mean that big, like, uh, yeah. huge news bombshell. So I think I think at this point probably. You know, next off season kind of thing. I don't, I'm not expecting it to. Not really worried about it. Here. Yeah. Um, so, and then not not a ton of other Jays news, but uh, um, some this is some pretty. I don't know. I just found this kind of interesting. Um, if you, I don't know if they mentioned it on the radio broadcast yesterday, um, that, or really if they probably did mention it on Friday. But uh, Ricky Tiedemann had a season debut, I think, on Wednesday in Double A New Hampshire, and he pitched three innings, gave up zero earned runs, two hits, and struck out nine hitters. So in three innings, he struck out nine. And I think um, of those nine strikeouts, um, six happened in those first two innings of work. Uh, well, they, well, like six in a row happened. So all, all, all the hitters he faced, he struck out. But the interesting thing to me came from John Schneider. He said, I don't know what else he needs to do in, at double-A. And that was his season debut in double-A. So he's saying, basically saying, at least bring him up to triple-A. Is that what he's saying? Uh, probably is is that the reason why he only did three innings? Was that because that was his first game? Yeah, they're probably cutting, like you know limiting his workload or whatever. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't see it meaning he's coming up to uh, to the major leagues. I think he's yeah, could next be level. soon though. Could be could be this year. I, I I wasn't based on what I was reading from from Keith Law's um, uh, scouting reports. It sounded like he still had some kind of like command issues, so he need he had some work to do. But uh, you know, uh, John Schneider seems to. He has John Snyder's endorsement, so he's saying at least bring him up one level. Yeah, um, or or maybe maybe uh, what you're saying is they'll bring him up another level to the raised bullpen. I don't know. The raised bullpen, raised, oh, elevated raised bullpen. Yeah, we got to we got to be careful with that. <laughs> um, bring him to the raised bullpen. Yeah, let's not do that. Yeah. All right, now let's go. Let's go to our our B team update. Um, so right now, um, Cleveland is ahead of Seattle. Cleveland is nine and six, second in the AL Central. They are facing uh, in Detroit the Tigers, and then uh, Mar- the Marlins are heading to Cleveland. Um, yeah, yeah, so that's the, pretty good. There's there's not a lot of separation between the the wins and losses though. Like it's it's a matter no. of two two wins for two more wins for Cleveland than, than Seattle. And I, I think, um, I think it's still early. I mean, I don't think that the Mariners are performing as well as, uh, I thought they might be, but, uh, hopefully 
they they turn things around. I I subscribe to a couple of uh, Mariners newsletters, and I haven't yeah. seen a single thing from them yet. So that's why I don't have any notes on them. Uh, what so, about like? Do you subscribe to the MLB Mariners newsletter at all? Or no, no, no. Um, Try that but, one. That might be one. But yeah, it's. Uh, I I guess I'm gonna have to go searching for news. I I was kind of expecting that I would get some some uh, Mariners opinions from some like. Uh, some fans. Uh, well, I don't know if they're fans or or like beat reporters or something, but uh, yeah, I have not seen anything from from them in my inbox yet. So uh, I, I guess I'll have to try and work on that over the next week. But yeah, I'll um, see what I can find for you. You, uh, but yeah, Seattle is is seven and eight by the way. They're yeah. fourth in the AL West. Um, yeah, I don't see that continuing for very long. I mean, they've got a tough week. They're playing. Uh, the Brewers, who have a, re- I think they're like nine and four or something. They have a really good, have had a really good start, and the Cardinals, who have actually had a kind of a rough start so far. Um, so that's not an easy week. Um, definitely, uh, I would say more challenging than than Cleveland's week for sure. Um, the interesting thing, though, um, I guess two weeks ago it was we were talking about how they've kind of um, clarified some of those. Uh, replay rules about having to you know hold your hand up for 15 seconds and on Wednesday's game uh, Aaron Boone was ejected because um, I guess Terry, Fra- Terry Francona was allowed to take more than that 15 seconds to challenge an inning ending double play because like the inning mm. en- ended so I guess like you know like at, for whatever reason they didn't uh, turn that time around and it, it turned out that that was overturned and then Aaron Boone maybe rightly so um, argued it and got ejected for that hmm. so that was interesting yeah um I, I guess maybe the that's still uh, um, the umpires getting used to it. I don't know, um, but yeah, so I far, in, it, I, I don't think there's been any kind of things happening like that in the Blue Jays games. I think every no, there haven't been very many replays though either. Um, no, um, and speaking of of, of Jays, uh, we had some XJ versus XJ uh, last week. Seattle played uh, Cleveland. Uh, not Seattle played Chicago Cubs last week, and Teoscar Hernandez homered against XJ. Julian Merriweather. So that was interesting. Ah, I see. Well, good for Teoscar. Uh, I think yeah, I mentioned a couple of weeks ago he he made some bad defensive plays. So uh, hopefully he can he can at least have his offense outweigh that. Yeah, and I think I think that he um, is. Uh, I get, he started the season kind of on a slump, but I think he's coming on, starting to to heat up a little bit now. Um, and I guess, uh, and I think maybe even it was maybe even back to back, but uh, their prospect Jared Kelenic hit a 482 foot home run against the Cubs, just like straightaway center field, which is like massive home run. Hmm. All right. Uh, well, what uh, we have some other news from around the league. Yeah. What do you have around the league? Yeah, so this one kind of caught me a little bit by surprise. Um, Salt Lake City um, is. Uh, they have a group that's joining the MLB expansion chase. So uh, they're led by former owner of the Utah Jazz, uh, and they plan to pursue a major league franchise in the coming years, touting the area's population growth, strong economy, and baseball history as draws for a coveted expansion slot. Uh, Big League Utah, uh, so uh, led by uh, jazz owner Gail Miller, will join Nashville's Music City Baseball and the Portland Diamond Project in lobbying to join the current 30 MLB team organization. Um, Las Vegas, considered a prime destination for a franchise, has emerged as a strong candidate if the Oakland Athletics relocate. So that that was from an article from Jeff Passan. Uh, That was just interesting to see kind of an outside-of-the-box option for a team to come through because um, they will have to go, I think, like one of the one. 
one of the ways they'll have to go is somewhere on, in the West. Uh, Portland seems like they have a strong uh, contending, uh, you know, str- strong chances to get a team, but maybe they're too close to Seattle. Maybe, maybe like Salt Lake City maybe. is kind of geographically in a good spot. Um, I, I will say of those three, uh, uh, three names of the groups, um, Nashville's name is the least music sounding name. I think both big league Utah and Portland diamond project are good names for a band. Oh, I see. Uh, well, there's the baseball project, which is the name of a band that makes that plays baseball songs. Um, they're, they're actually, they, they normally baseball songs aren't, aren't the strongest, but the baseball project is actually a good, they play, they play, they make some good music. It's one of the former, I think, uh, a former, the guitarist for REM is in that band. <laughs> Uh, okay, so we have some uniform news, uh, which is uh, we always like looking at uniforms. I hadn't heard this one. What is, what is yeah, this one so about? The Padres will wear their Pacific Coast League uniforms on April 17th. So when is that? Is that Monday? Yeah, yes. that's Monday. So, they'll wear it so that, that's interesting. Um, so, you know, like the Pacific Coast League basically was basically, you know, in up until like the Dodgers and Giants moved to the West Coast was like, almost the third major league because we had a lot of great players, Ted Williams, Joe DiMaggio uh, come out of there. Um, So they're commemorating the 75th anniversary of John Ritchie breaking the professional color barrier on the West coast. And, and I guess uh, 2023 is also his hundredth birthday year. Hmm. The uniforms which were worn by the 1948 PCL Padres, Pacific coast league Padres feature Navy blue script over the chest outlined in red with piping along the neck arms and buttons while the navy blue hat highlights a red s for san diego uh following the <clears throat> the game the game used jerseys will be signed and auctioned off uh with proceeds benefiting the padres johnny Richie uh scholarship program so that that's that's a cool kind of uh historic kind of uh nod that the the padres are are doing there cool uh yeah. uh guess some player news i this must be something significant because i don't really know why you would put it there uh well if you were I've paying attention to, to, to the wbc Ed, edward julien was the uh, team canada's leadoff hitter second baseman and the twins are going to promote him uh to the majors so that's that's why i put that in there so ah, okay. that's just he's a canadian player of note and he's getting his shot uh in the big show as they call it all right and uh oh this is not uh mlb Related, but uh, this is something I hadn't heard before. You're saying Amazon confirms a league of their own is ending with four episodes, or they're not going to have another full season or any seasons after this? I guess not. That's kind of disappointing because uh, it, it was it was a good show. I think they had eight episodes for their first season. But I guess, yeah, they're ending with, with four episodes. We were talking about last week about how um, Imagine Entertainment is, is signing on with MLB and to, to create, you know, scripted MLB content or whatever. Um, it, it just shows that maybe baseball content isn't as popular sadly as mm. as, as we, we would like it to be maybe I don't know why they're only ending after four episodes because you know like there's a lot of stories to be told in in women's baseball uh, well I hope that it doesn't take like another five years or however long it took because I remember you told me about a league of their own and it it, it it didn't start for like another three or so years until <laughs> until last year so hopefully it doesn't yeah. take so long to get those four episodes well no I think it's gonna happen this this uh, this summer or early fall i think I is when when they came out last year i also hope uh, that so th- their baseball action is a little more realistic i that's one of the the 
things that I didn't like in, uh, okay. in that show. It was yeah, not, well, did not look realistic. Okay. Well, yeah, I think the, the 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 pitches were a little a little weird. Um, you know, just disappointing though that the the, the season the show is ending. Uh, but yeah, it, it, hopefully those those they'll be able to to get lots of lots of good uh, storytelling into those last four episodes. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's look ahead to the upcoming week for the Blue Jays. Yeah, tough week ahead. They've got Houston, a three series, three game series in Houston, uh, starting Monday through Wednesday, and then off day of Thursday, and then they're on the weekend. Uh, here's another big series playing uh, in New York against the Yankees. So these will be both very interesting to, to watch. Houston is, you know, they're not playing up to their full potential, but New York, uh, the Yankees are kind of keeping pace with the Jays. So this will be very interesting to see. Yeah, uh, and I think actually the Twins have, uh, I don't know, if, oh, they had a four-game series against New York this week, so they haven't won the series, mm-hmm. but I think they won two out of four so far. I think they lost yesterday. Okay, okay. Uh, but the yeah, Twins are um, helping helping uh, the Blue Jays. For sure, and there, there was some sticky stuff controversy during yesterday's game. that I, mean, I won't get into it, but, but I guess the, the, one of the... Yankees pitchers should have maybe gotten thrown out at, or was had too much rosin on his hand. Uh, so there was some controversy there. So that, yeah. that that's always interesting. A sticky situation, uh, I guess. Yes, yes. I don't know if that's that pun has ever been used before. Um, all right. So so that's that's pretty much it for the look ahead for the Jays. Going to be yeah yeah uh, an interesting week for sure. Just from a from a viewing uh, aspect, I'm glad that the game started at eight this week so that uh, I don't have to 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 miss too much um, after I take the kids to bed. Um, so yeah, now it's time for our Titans check-in and something that just came in through the wire right after we um, ended last week's episode. This is, they had, they released their promotion schedule. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah. They've, um, they've got some different ones. They've got some of the same promotions as, as last year, but they have some new ones. I don't, uh, I don't have it open in front of me, so maybe you can. Yeah, I've got uh, it here. Well, the, got, the home yes. opener, they're giving away a hat, I guess a Coca-Cola hat to the first 500 fans. Oh yeah. A mother's. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say that's better again? than the bucket hat last year. I think it's an actual ball cap this year. Oh, okay. <coughs> um, Mother's Day, May fourteenth, they're gonna do something. Uh, they've got Bark in the Park. I think for two, uh, two, two, two Bark in the Parks. They've got uh, what is it? May thirtieth, and then later on in the year as well. I forget the. Like, oh yeah, August twenty fifth. Um, here's some interesting ones here. They got to take your house plant for a walk. Game. Oh yeah, that, that originally they I think was supposed to be their April Fools' joke, but they, I guess they just kind of followed through on the joke and they're and so bring your house plant to uh, a baseball game. I guess to I don't I don't know why you would want to do that, but uh, yeah. What 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 kind of house plant would you bring to a baseball game? Um, well, I don't have any house plants that we would probably bring, but. I mean, the only plants we do have uh, are those spider plants. So maybe, maybe one of those. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe that's how they make spider tack. I don't know. Um, I guess uh, there's going to be Canada Day long weekend fun starting June 30th. Um, Canada Day July 1st at the game. July 7th is Did You Miss Shania Twain Night? Oh um, yeah, because she's at Blues Fest this year. So I guess that's uh, oh okay. It's their country night, I think, is what it boils down to. Yeah, so they're gonna they're gonna play all of her hits during the game. So if you're a big Shania Twain fan, go to that game. Um, July eighteenth is Name Tag Night. Oh yeah, that's uh, an interesting one. So basically, you can uh, introduce yourself to other fans. I, I suppose July twenty fourth is Rock Night. 
July 22nd is Pride Night. Um, in, on August 3rd, that's a Thursday, they're doing Oktoberfest, which is, I guess, just uh, $7 beers in the hop yard, they're saying. So that, that should be fun. Um, 90s night in, in August 4th. Country night, August 11th. Hockey night, August 22nd. So maybe they'll, mm. they'll put a rink down. I don't know. Um, August 26th is Japan night. And August 31st is Fan Appreciation Night. So that's yeah. good. And they, uh, I can't remember the dates, but they have some preseason games coming up in May. I think you, I think did it's you like mention that? 7th or 8th or 8th and 9th. Yeah, I mentioned that last week. 7th or 8th or 8th and 9th. I forget what it is. But yeah, some 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 kind of warm-up games for the for the players and for also probably for the staff too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and hopefully their home opener this year, uh, there's no mass power outage or big storm that creates, uh, uh, you know, that overwhelms the staff on the on the home opener because that's that's what happened last year. Well, you may have just jinxed it, but let's, let's hope not. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess do you want to take a little break and uh, come back with uh, with talking about uh, our personal stuff to finish off? Yeah, we'll come back with our personal outcomes as we follow. Yeah. Okay, and we're back. So now it's time for our, our personal outcomes. Yeah. Um, well, why don't you start off again? I'll, I'll let you uh, uh, decide where to go here. Okay. Well, my strikeout this week is rabbit poo. Um, the Everything has kind of melted away in the backyard, and we have uh, rabbits living next door to us at our neighbor's house, and they have left basically a, a yard full of, 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 of poo for uh, our kids to, to so not Easter <laughs> navigate eggs. their way through. No, no, not, <laughs> definitely not Easter eggs. Um, so basically, yeah, we got to, we got to get all that cleaned out of the backyard before the kids can play. So that, that is not great. Krista did uh, pretty much all the work with that. So that's wasn't, wasn't fun. Uh, so that's my strikeout is, is, is rabbit poo because they, they, they really just, all they do in their backyard is, 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 is just poo. Somehow, I don't know how we've, uh, maybe we just haven't noticed it, but uh, I haven't seen very much of that. But we have lots of rabbits throughout the neighborhood, so uh, I'm surprised that I don't see more of it. But. Well, they're, they're living in the, in the underneath the deck, like literally right next door to our house. So it's, 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 <laughs> they have a, they have a, they, I guess they, they, they're like, well, we're not going to poop in our, and under the deck where we live. We're just going to go next door. Well, yeah. Well, we, we we see uh we see rabbits on our front yard almost every day, so I, okay. I, I don't know. Um my strikeout uh, uh puzzles. I, I decided last night to start I have a, a few puzzles that uh I need to put together uh and I decided to try and start one last night and I almost almost gave up on it because I was getting frustrated. Uh there's some edge pieces that I can't find. Uh um it, but I did make some progress on it, but it kinda looks like um the the second Death Star in Return of the Jedi, and so it kind of oh, makes me wonder if if that's how they were assembling assembling it, and maybe they should have gotten the full edge uh, or the outline of the Death Star before um, instead of finishing like three quarters of it. Maybe what is what is the what's the drawing of your puzzle? Like what do you? What do you... Um, it's a uh, it's a poster for uh, the Mandalorian. Uh, looks like it's for the season one. Uh, oh, specifically, okay. when you finish the puzzle, will you say this is the way? Um, maybe. Right, you you have more things than I do, so you go again. 
Um, okay, well, um, I'll, I'll just go to my no decision then. Um, just that uh, we're switching to the warmer weather. Um, that's uh, like this past week we had like, what, 30 degrees on uh, Thursday or something like that. Yep, yep. yep. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's good. But at the same time, it's, you know, we have to switch out our winter gear for the summer gear in a hurry and, and uh I've got the bin upstairs with our summer shoes and whatnot, but uh, it's just sitting there and waiting for me to switch things out. Uh, and then, we, you know, we got to get our winter mats out of the car, get our softball gear out of storage. Uh, there's there's a lot to do with the warmer weather, and we just, we're just not prepared for it. Well, I think that we're going to uh, get some a return of the colder weather this week. But this is <laughs> not this is not a weather podcast. This is a baseball. But, podcast. but not but not winter weather. But um, I, I'll go. To, I'll say my base hit before you continue is that it's related. It's uh, magic vanishing snow because we were away last week. Um, we were up north. We didn't get quite the same weather that you got here. But uh, um, what ended up happening is uh when we left there was all sorts of snow on the ground still and and it was just melting a little bit but when we came back it was pretty much all gone it's magic yeah, you didn't even have to watch it. It, it, it i think yeah i think it's magic how it melts for sure um all right so what am i doing okay my, my no decision um is that i can't keep up with my former self uh i did um i'm, I'm ramping up my, my my running obviously i'm i'm gonna be doing 19 kilometers on monday hopefully um but i did a little 10k on friday and i really pushed myself to run faster but like i i only kind of upped my 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 time by i i got two minutes faster than i normally do but i and which is about an hour and four minutes for a 10k but i used to regularly go under an hour when i was like you know like before we had kids and i was like like i don't or even even a few years ago so i don't know how i did i don't know how i was able to to run that fast when mm-hmm. I was, you know, three years, four years younger, I guess, I guess, I guess it's just uh, harder now. I don't did know you why, have, but I just can't. Did you have wings on your feet or something that maybe helped you push you along? Maybe my shoes are too heavy. Maybe that's what it is. But yeah, I used to be able to to to, to run consistently, like fifty-seven minutes, fifty-eight minutes, fifty-nine minutes. But I, but an hour and four minutes was 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 about as fast as I can do it. So my 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 goal, my goal this 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 summer is to get under an hour for my 10k after after i do my 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 half marathon i will try to dip under an hour for my for my 10k pace well just get to 59 59 and then you're or sorry uh yeah yeah 59 59 then you're good then you're under an hour that'll do it that'll do it yeah so that that is my that is my goal for the summer so i have until i guess september to to do this (laughs) um yeah so well you could probably say until october because sometimes we get uh, summer like weather going into october so i'm I'm going with the actual like physical dates like the the the, the the autumnal equinox yes exactly that's 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 my that's my 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 deadline all right uh my home run is is habits it's the opposite of two weeks ago uh where i think i had it as my strikeout um I uh, I mentioned well flossing was was one of the habits that I wanted oh, to that's right. reform. Um, Not the dance, no. Uh, and uh, and I think um, well I didn't mention this one, but like I, I track my my food intake as well, and and I was a little lax in that in the last few weeks, so I'm tracking that as well. So since April first, uh, I'm on a 
what what is today the uh, the sixteenth? So I'm on a, a fifteen day streak of 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 uh, of getting of doing at least flossing and logging everything. Uh, I'm I'm tracking it in my calendar in my notebook, so that's how I'm I'm doing it. And if uh, especially with flossing, if if I get the thought that uh, oh, I don't feel like doing it, in, unless there's an actual good reason for not doing it, I I decide no, I'm just gonna push through and and do it. So uh, usually there's not a good reason not to floss. Well, when when, when you're flossing, aren't you supposed to pull through? You can't really push through. You have to pull through. <laughs> Well, that's that's uh, that's the actual act of flossing, which I'm not talking about. No, I think you should also um, take up the dance of flossing. You should learn how to floss. Just to, mm, I'm to not going to do keep that. Keep up with the trends. Uh, the the other nope. the, the only other habit that I haven't uh, kept up with is I'm trying to bike once a week, but it's it's a little difficult to feel motivated to bike indoors. So, but now that the weather is nicer, I can get the bike off of the indoor thing and and get it outside. Mm-hmm. I just haven't done that this week. Maybe today see. we'll see. Maybe. Um, okay, so my, my home run is that uh, my family is finally fully vaccinated uh, against COVID. It's taken a long time, but Leo uh, was the last straggler to, 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 to get his, his COVID shot. We did it yesterday, and uh, he did great. Didn't uh, wasn't upset at the needle or anything like that, but it's just taken a really long time because once you we, – we, we, as a family, we all had COVID in, in I guess, August, and – you know, you have to wait six months, and then. But if if you have any symptoms of being fluish or have, being sick, they they won't give you the the, the shot. So we, we've had a lot of a lot of stops and starts trying to get everybody vaccinated. But we finally did it. Leo is fully vaccinated. Bo's fully vaccinated. Chris and I are fully vaccinated. I, we probably have to check and see if we need any more soon. But uh, yeah, I was going to say, I think like we're trying to figure out uh, when to get and if we're if we need to get another covid shot and when we're able to get it and i i, I don't know sometime sometime soonish i think we're eligible but i don't know when yeah yeah but it's 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 just good to to like what's it been like 3 years since the pandemic 3 and a half years since the pandemic started so it's good that we finally you know we've been like I think like last some like yeah in the, in the summertime I was trying to like we saw that they were finally eligible to get those COVID shots and then we all got got COVID which was very frustrating but it's nice that we all finally have 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 gotten to this point where we're all all fully vaccinated. That's good, good stuff. Mm-hmm. Now if only someone could figure out how to vaccinate against these colds that come up every week. I, I think uh, I think that's hand washing is what helps with that. Uh, not not when you're. <laughs> Despite their their COVID shots, your entire your, your your children cough in your face when they're sleeping in bed with you all night long. I can't well, wash, wash should, my 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 nose. <laughs> well, you should uh, brush your teeth and floss. Maybe that'll help. The dance? Uh, sure, why not? Maybe maybe <laughs> Leo can teach you or something. I'm sure he's maybe. probably done it. Yeah, no, I I I think I think maybe we're like five years past that that dance craze. I see. All right. Well, I think that's that's it. I'm actually we must be working under like a podcast clock or something because I, I feel like we talked about a lot of stuff today, but we're uh, on on the recording time, which is including all the coughs and and like yes. the, the little bit of the the like minute and a half before we actually started. We're only at an hour and seven minutes finishing. This. And also also um, some behind the scenes stuff that people will won't won't have heard, but there was also that whole glass breaking upstairs. Thing that we'll have to that's that big chunk that you'll have to edit out too yeah so uh our our pace of podcasting has uh has has sped up to match 
baseball games. So there we go. There you go. There you go. All right. So next week we will hopefully have another successful week for the Blue Jays. Yeah, for sure. Bye. Bye bye. You can hear in the alley by the light switch.